Good morning. Today is Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. The New York Times almost got it right. There's a fascinating article in yesterday's New York Times. One of the tragic consequences of the coronavirus is the drastic, dramatic rise in poverty and the loss of food security for millions and millions of people. It's happening right here in Montreal, across Canada, across the United States, across the world. Uh, people, millions and millions of people who never imagined they would be in this situation and all of a sudden they literally do not have enough food to eat. And so with millions and millions of newly hungry people, literally, every effort is needed. So there is an effort that is gaining in popularity, and it was the subject of an article in yesterday's New York Times, and it is known as gleaning. Now, gleaning, to glean from a field, means to gather anything that is left over after a harvest. And of course, it is initiated by religious groups based on, so the New York Times says, based on the, the, the Book of Ruth, Sefer Rus, uh, because we have a description of how that works, but of course that is based on mitzvos, commandments in the Torah. And there are numerous organizations, and especially in the last number of months, growing numbers of organizations of every denomination and every ideological spot on the spectrum that are taking to this idea, and it's based on three mitzvos in the Torah, Leket, Shikha, and Peah. So these mitzvos are repeated several times in the Torah. Leket means if you have a field and you have the harvest, so workers will go through to harvest the crop. So Leket is the stuff that fell down to the ground while the workers are, are picking and putting in their baskets, a few of the pieces fall to the ground. So after the workers finish, what is left is called leket. Shikha is, literally means forgotten, and it means, again, workers are picking, let's say, off a tree or off a bush. They don't pick every single one. Some of them are forgotten on the tree, They're forgotten on the bush. They're still there, a few of them. And peya means corner. That means Every owner is required to uh, mark off a, the four corners of the field. And then for all three of these, while the workers are harvesting, the poor can also come in and harvest at the same time. So while the workers are harvesting in the field, the poor can do the same work in the corners. And then the poor can follow the workers. So the workers make their pass, and then whatever is forgotten on the trees or bushes or whatever is dropped to the ground, the poor can pick that up and take it. And that was uh, one of the main uh, uh, social 
uh, networks um, uh, that, that would allow for supporting those who were poor in the time of the Torah, and it's described in the book of Ruth. <clears throat> now, this idea is working in order to solve two problems that have come at the same time. Because one problem is farmers have crops that they cannot sell. Because, for example, farmers that were raising uh, crops to sell to restaurants, for example, well, for months the ref restaurants have been closed. And even now as they start to open, it's only at a fraction. So all of the suppliers to those businesses have nowhere to sell their goods. So farmers have a tremendous amount of unsellable crops and there is rampant hunger. So these organizations are arranging volunteers because another thing we have is lots of people who want to volunteer and who would like to be able to volunteer outside if possible. And of course, in a healthy, a safe way. So being able to keep distant and to do it in a safe way, it is a remarkable opportunity for, um, for, um, uh, for volunteering. And while in the past, a lot of this stuff might've been the lower quality stuff, you know, if you're, uh, well, you can imagine you go apple picking. So you see what the apples that are on the ground, you see what they look like. Okay, it's, if you're hungry, it, 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 can, it can be helpful. But now what's happening is, especially those farmers that are uh, catering to high-end restaurants and businesses and have nowhere to sell their produce, they have the best stuff imaginable. They have uh, exotic berries and fancy lettuces and, and it doesn't pay for them to harvest it because it costs more for them to pay the workers than they're going to be able to gain because there's nowhere to sell it. So all of these organizations, which are coming up with volunteers and they're going and they're picking it at no cost, and then they bring it to shelters, they bring it to food pantries, they bring it to other distribution sites. So these organizations are stepping in to help with this distribution problem of farmers who cannot sell their crops and people who do not have enough food. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, for example, just as one example, Florida. Florida provides a gigantic proportion of fruits and vegetables, not only for the United States, but even other countries, for example, Canada. One farmer said, this year I've had the best crop ever, but it doesn't pay to harvest it because his customers are gone. And there are farmers like this all over the United States, but all over everywhere, literally everywhere. There is now an association of gleaning organizations that has over 200 members that get together uh, remotely to learn from each other 
in best practices, how to be able to get the volunteers, how to harvest, how to be able to distribute. But here's the amazing thing. There were two studies done last year, one by University of North Carolina State University and the other Santa Clara University in California. And they found that of crops that are growing in fields, approximately one third of the yield could be collected by these volunteer organizations. That is approximately one third of the yield is not being harvested by the owners and the workers in the field. Now that's a gigantic number. Obviously, as gigantic as that number is, it is tiny in comparison to other food recovery programs like leftover food at grocery stores. That is truly gigantic. That is many, many multiples larger. And that, of course, is also going on. But this idea of gleaning is a significant and an important part of this process, especially because it can be very, very local and it's immediate. Workers, volunteers can go to a field and then literally take it over to the people that need it immediately while it is still warm from the sun, literally. Gleaners, here's a quote from the article, gleaners are literally in this unique position between the farms that can't sell their food and the people that are hungry. So this is wonderful. It is amazing. It's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem, a sanctification of God's name, that here we have this idea that is flourishing all over and helping people that is based on mitzvot, commandments in the Torah and narratives in the Torah, like a book of Ruth. But it is missing one crucial element. Now, I don't mean in any way to deflate or diminish the work, the volunteers that are doing this are amazing. The workers who are organizing it are amazing. The farmers who are cooperating are amazing. It is incredible. It's great. It's fantastic. All of them should be blessed by God with long life and good health. But there is one aspect of the mitzvah that is still missing from this project, and that is the goal of Leket and Shikha and Peya to allow these people to be able to support themselves is for the people who are poor themselves to work alongside the workers so that the recipients are not receiving a handout. They are working for their food. It's just they don't own a field. They don't have a job. So they're being given an opportunity, which is an amazing act of, act of tzedakah, but it is going through via the root of them working for their food. And there is no comparison between the two. You see this, by the way, in the narrative in Sefer Rus, in the book of Ruth, where Ruth with Naomi, they come back, she's in Beis Lechem, they are poor, they have no food, and Ruth goes into the field. And you see from the story, she 
a poor person collecting from the corners or the gleanings, walking after the other workers. But you see within the narrative, she is indistinguishable from the employed workers. And finally, Boaz invites her to sit down and to eat with them and to be part of the group. But that's because she is visually, if you look at the scene, you can't tell. And that's, you can't tell who is a worker and who is just gleaning because they don't have food at home. And that's the, that's the point. What, one of the fundamental concepts about the entire mitzvah of tzedakah, and we've discussed this a number of times in a number of different contexts, is that the value of the mitzvah of tzedakah is not based on the amount that you give. It is based on how much self-esteem the recipient retains. That's the reason that giving tzedakah anonymously is a bigger mitzvah than giving it when you are known. Because when you are known, the recipient has a feeling of indebtedness. And, as we've discussed, the highest mitzvah is to give someone a job, to allow them to be able to support themselves even if the amount is less because you are doing more for the self-esteem of the person by allowing them to actually work for what they are being able to have. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. Handouts are still necessary. There will always be people who, for various reasons, are not able even to engage in the, uh, personally, in the mitzvahs of Leket and Shikha and Peya. So we will always need handouts. We will always need soup kitchens and food pantries. Those band-aids, those handouts are necessary. But to the extent that we're able to move it up a notch so that it is not just volunteers, but those who are actually in need, who now have an opportunity to go into the fields after the workers to take what is left, that would be an even higher level. Again, I don't want to take away at all from this tremendous effort. It's fantastic. But if you want to look at what is the Torah teaching us, what are the mitzvahs on which this is based, that's the goal. The goal is not only to alleviate hunger, it is also to help retain self-esteem. And both of those goals are crucial at all times, but they are absolutely essential today. My friends, I wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.